Welcome to FML We're Going to Hell, a podcast brought to you by two wheeze laughing friends sharing funny stories and lots of giggles. Disclaimer. This podcast may include vulgar language and frequent use of profanity. You've been warned. What's up, Weezers? Welcome to another episode of Weez Laugh Wednesday. Today's episode is going to be all about the time that Jaden and I have driven way too far for things that way weren't worth it. This episode is called Going the Distance. Enjoy. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, okay. So, well, to start off my stories, I had a friend, we'll call him, <laughs> that I would go see every once in a while. He lived about maybe like, I think it was maybe like a 15, 20 minute drive. Okay. I think to the town he lived in, it was a super small, like, ghost town. Like, five people lived there. Yeah. And uh, we would just go hang out together in the country. Mm-hmm. But um, to kind of tie in our last episode, there was two instances where I got pulled over, per se, by cops on the way to this to see this boy. Mm-hmm. One of the times, one of the times wasn't, like, that great. I was, I was speeding. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. And he pulled me over. I was in PJs again. If you listen to our last episode, I got pulled over in PJs that time too. So I was in PJs again, t-shirt, pajama shorts. And this cop also made me go back to his vehicle um, just for speeding. I had to go sit in his car. Yeah. And um, he was like, what are you going, like, what are you doing going this way this late at night? Cause I was like driving into the middle of nowhere. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to see a friend. He's like, okay, have fun. And I just got a warning. Um, Okay. But the other time it happened, okay, so like I said, this guy lives in a ghost town, like 15, 20 minutes out of like the big town, right? And there's no really big towns anywhere else around. And normally in South Dakota, in the boondocks, you don't get a whole lot of cops. It just doesn't really happen. So I figured, I was like, there's absolutely no way. I'm not even close to a small town right now. Like, I'm not close to any town right now. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to pull over quick and put some mascara on for my hangout sesh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh so I pull into like a little the entrance for the ditch you know mm-hmm. I pulled into one of those didn't pull like all the way into the or the entrance for fields that are like in the ditch yeah so I pull into um this entrance and I'm like sitting there and I have the my mirror down and I'm like doing my mascara and all of a sudden I see fucking lights and I'm like you've got to be fucking shitting me this cop is gonna think I'm doing something up to no good mm-hmm. which I would have been later but like I wasn't at that point but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I did I was a little nervous because I did have some alcohol in my back seat and I was underage but none of it was opened or anything but mm-hmm. he didn't see it anyways but um he comes up and asked me what I'm doing I was like okay honestly I'm just putting on mascara because I'm going to see a boy and he he just kind of like looks at me and he's like oh oh <laughs> and he's like oh well I just wanted a not a whole lot of people just kind of like pull into these and just do nothing so I just thought I'd check in and make sure nothing suspicious was happening and I'm like nope not here I'll I'll be done in like two minutes I just need to put a couple more coats of mascara on oh quick my God. <laughs> and he's just like all right you, you have a good night ma'am and then I just went and did my business but I um, I unfortunately kept that relationship up for a while and I don't know why he wasn't my type I wasn't into it well I mean 20 minutes really isn't that bad no like the the ones that I'm gonna refer to are 
two hours and then way over that. So okay. like that's distance <laughs> that for one's, me. Yeah, no, that one's not that bad. But like I kept it up for a while. So I mean, adding up all the times that I drove that 15, 20 minutes, it was a distance for really nothing. <laughs> okay, so starting off with my first story, I'll probably start with the shortest distance first, but I was still living in South Dakota at this time. And a guy that I've been talking to that lived in Minnesota contacted me and I was like going to start school the next day or whatever. And it was pretty late at night. I want to say it was like 9 30, 10 o'clock. And he was like, you should come see me before you start school. Like I want you to start on a good note. And I was like, all right, bet. And so I started the hour and a half drive to that city in Minnesota. And there was extremely thick, like really, really, really sketchy fog on the road. Like you could not see like five feet in front of your car. Girl, you would not catch me driving in that. You're insane. Dude, I know. When I tell you it's worth it, that's an understatement. (laughs) But like, you know, I was all about it. And so I started my drive and then I noticed this fog. So obviously that slowed me down. I wasn't driving my normal speed. I was driving for the conditions. And I'm not going to be texting when the conditions are like this. Like, I'm not even looking at my phone. I'm just trying to make it there alive. And so apparently he had been like messaging me and I just wasn't replying because I was literally driving, which he knew. And so I get all the way there and it took me about two hours instead of like an hour and a half. All of a sudden, I'm not getting any responses. Like I'm talking, I snapped him. I called him. I was texting, like no replies, doesn't answer the phone at all. And so then I realized like, oh my fucking God, I'm going to have to literally turn around and do that same drive. Like I'm going to have to turn right back around and go back home. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you didn't even even get to see him. No, I didn't get to see him. He didn't wake up. That motherfucker slept through like the entire time that we were supposed to hang out. And so I had to turn around and drive another hour and a half, two hours back home in that fog with literally no reason of me like wasting that gas and going there. So that was super fun. He did apologize later and like things are fine, but that fucking sucked and I bring that up sometimes I'm like "Mm, how do I know that I should leave like how do I how do I trust you to drive to you now because you fucked me over when I drove to you for two hours and (laughs) you didn't answer your phone yeah no kidding that would be shit right okay so I guess my next story you're like your stories are gonna make my story sound so lame because none of them were like super duper far the oldest person I ever hung out with the oldest guy I ever hung out with um I had to drive probably about an hour to see him and that was nothing crazy he like smoked me up it was mediocre and then I went home (laughs) but he was okay I was probably 19 and he was 39 whoa 20 year age difference holy titties yeah mine are definitely gonna make me sound I guess crazy or like stupid because I I drove very far like the next one that I'm gonna refer to I drove I drove seven hours oh my god the worst part was like I thought this guy was like so nice and like I was just gonna go visit him or whatever Um, wait was this seven hours total or like three and a half hours there three and a half hours back or like seven hours there seven hours back let me look it up but I'm pretty sure it was seven hours one way okay sorry six hours one way sick okay that's still a lot yeah so my dumbass was finessed like he told me all this stuff like we were gonna hang out and like go on a fun date or whatever and I just decided to get a hotel there so that I could spend the night there because I'm not gonna do 12 hours of driving like the same night you know Mm -hmm. so 
I call and I get a hotel and I start the drive. I skipped class to do this drive and drive myself all the way to Minot, North Dakota, where there's fucking nothing and get to my hotel or whatever. And he's being weird with his replies and like what, what not. Like I would think that he would be on top of it. And like, I gave him estimates of what time I was going to be there and like little check-ins of like how far away I was, whatever. So I get to the hotel and he comes to hang out with me. And I want to say he only hung out with me for like fucking 30 minutes and then was like, oh, I have to go to baseball practice. And Excuse the whole time, me? Yeah. And like, I knew he had baseball, but like he told me he was going to be coming back. And I also didn't know it'd be 30 minutes after we hung out. So yeah, we hung out for like 30 minutes and then he left to go to baseball practice and told me he was going to be coming back. After he went to baseball practice, he texted me and told me that he got an injury at practice like tore his ACL or something and that he wouldn't be able to come back. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I literally drove six hours one way for you to hang out with me for 30 minutes. And then you're going to tell me that you're not coming back and you're not seeing me. And not to mention, I drove all that way, used my gas, my money for the hotel, all of that. So I'm out all of that for 30 minutes of hanging out with you. And you weren't even like that nice. Like we didn't go on a date. We didn't do none of the stuff. Like you said we were going to do like, you told me that we were going to go on this cute little date and like do the stargazing and the pickup thing. And like, you know, whatever it was up my alley at that point in my life. And I was just like, so excited. No, none of that happened. He was like, I got this terrible injury. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, this is career threatening and like, blah, blah, blah. And that was it. Like that's where it, that's where it ended. Like there was no more conversation. Like that's it. I had to spend that night in the hotel, really upset, mad that I skipped class and like, you know, missed out on that day of work or and all that money. Hotels aren't cheap. And right. And then I literally, I started driving at like three o'clock in the morning. So, or something like I started driving. That's a lie. I started driving at like a decent time so that I could get there like and check into the hotel right away. And like, yeah, I skipped class. I spent my money to go see him. He fed me a bunch of bullshit. And then I literally hung out with him for 30 fucking minutes six hours one way so we're talking a 12-hour drive to hang out with you for 30 minutes and you treated me like trash like the trash on the side of the road yeah I guess there's one time that I I drove the distance for a friend okay okay so quote-unquote friend this is the same friend that fucked me over in uh, Monday's episode Mm mm-hmm and this is when we were still friends and she was talking to this boy and she wanted to hang out with him and we were coming back to the town that like I grew up in and stuff and so I was like okay I can find somebody to hang out with Mm -hmm. and so I drive my car here to like an hour and a half ish to this other town to so that she can hang out with another boy and then nobody that I knew could even hang out so then I had to start trying to find somebody to hang out with because I thought for sure I'd be able to find somebody to hang out with but everybody was busy um and then she ended up being a dumbass friend and not even a true friend in the end so that was for fucking nothing and she made me during that trip I wasn't driving because we had swapped because it was super late fucking at night. Nothing was open. So I couldn't even go do anything while she was like hanging out with this guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So but I guess to get her back um, this time, at least I didn't even know this was going to be payback. But in the long run, it ended up being payback for what she did to me mm-hmm. um, that same night. 
because after I found out none of my friends could hang out at that point I was like trying to find like guys to hang out with and I finally found one but at that point by the time I found one that was awake um she was done hanging out with her guy but I was like nah bitch like I sat here and waited forever for you sitting in a Walmart fucking parking lot because I couldn't even go inside the damn place because it was closed yeah so I'm like I'm gonna bring this bitch with me and so I brought her with me to this guy's, I don't even think it was his apartment. I think it was like his sister's or maybe it was his friend's and it was a girl. So it was probably his girlfriend. I don't really know. I think he might've said it was his friend's, but it was a chick's apartment for sure. 100% a chick's apartment. Oh my God. But I might've slept with a man in his girlfriend's apartment. That's my oh. bad. Anyways, but I brought this friend and she was like um, trying to sleep on the couch. Um, and then we were in the bedroom but like it's a small ass apartment apartments around here have paper ass walls she said she heard everything so, oh shit then we went home <laughs> oh my god i mean i guess with this payback you go girl i have kind of a fucked up one well all of these are fucked up like i don't have any good situations <laughs> i'm just not a lucky person like at all like at all but my roommate in the last story the one that got in trouble like legally and i when we were still friends i was talking to this guy that lived another six hours away and him and i had been talking for like a couple months and like things are going well or whatever he's super nice da, 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 the whole nine yards so we talked about like wanting to hang out well of course he fed me some lines about his situation and like how he was like i think he was out of a car or just like couldn't drive or something of that nature and so we decided to like make a little weekend trip out of it my roommate and i she wanted to come with because she wasn't um comfortable with me driving that far away to like meet a guy that i had never met before so which is actually pretty thoughtful if you think about it but she's still a bitch well when it comes down to it i don't think people have their hearts warmed over the shit that she pulls but yeah it was a lovely thought initially thanks girl (laughs) um thanks thanks, girl (laughs) So we drove the six hours or whatever it was way up north in Minnesota. We ended up hanging out with him. He was super cool at the time. Like everything was going well. Him and I were getting along, like hitting it off just fine. We had to stay in a little motel that night. So she slept in one of the beds and then him and I slept in the other bed and everything was going fine and like dandy. And then I went to take a shower like that night and they were talking about me in the hotel room, which was fine. Like he was saying nice things or whatever. It wasn't a problem. Well, anyways, and we had like kissed or whatever but nothing went farther than that like but everything was fine like it seemed like the vibe was still the same as when we were talking before I had went there so then we had to head home so I dropped him back off like at his place that he was staying at or whatever and we start the long trek home well all of a sudden he's just like not responsive like isn't talking to me isn't trying to talk to me like yes he knows I'm driving so like that could have been it but it wasn't um I didn't find this out for like a couple weeks, but in the meantime of us driving home, he had added that roommate and my friend on Facebook and they started messaging back and forth and they were talking and being flirtatious. During the drive home. During the drive home is when this was initiated. Yes. So literally right after I had turned around and left him and everything was fine. He's just a trash human. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's so, no better, but like, she's trash. Oh, hundred percent. She didn't, she didn't say a word, obviously. So this is during the drive home. Like she's with me the whole six hours. Doesn't say anything about it. Like I'm talking about like how oh, I had so much fun and it was this and there was that. She's acting just fine. Like, oh yeah. Like, I'm so glad everything was going well, whatever. 
everything went well, whatever. And uh, I guess they continued to talk like that for a couple of weeks. And I don't even remember fully like how I found out because he was just being weird towards me. He would try to talk to me every once and like every once in a while, every, you know, week or two, but it wasn't like anything consistent. Nothing like before we weren't FaceTiming. We weren't texting like that, like nothing. It was weird. And I just didn't know what happened. So that really bothered me. Well, she ended up telling me in front of other people because we were in our garage at this point and there was like a hookah and everyone was sitting around it or whatever. And it was her and a couple other friends. And she ended up telling me that he added her on Facebook during the drive and that he had been messaging her. That's how she said it. She said, he's been messaging me. And I said, can I see them? Like, let me see the messages. And I think that was a little bit of a fight. I can't truly remember. Like my memory is absolutely terrible, especially for like small details, depending on the situation. And I ended up like obviously finding out that she was feeding into it. Like not only did she not like write him off and be like, bro, what the fuck? Like you, I literally only came with so that Lauren could be safe. Like that's what I was concerned about. No, she fed into it and was messaging him back because he was like complimenting her and being like, you're so pretty. Like, what if I want to be with you and this and that? And she fed into it and was like eating that shit up and messaging him back. No problems. Like she had no red flags about what she was doing and didn't feel like what she was doing was wrong. Even though deep down, I think she did because obviously she knew to hide it from me. You wouldn't hide it and not tell me if you weren't doing something you didn't think you should be doing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, she knew she was being a snake. A hundred percent. And so, you know, she just wanted that attention, but she didn't even care that it was like literally over someone that I had spent months talking to. And that that's the only reason she met him was through me because she came with me because she wanted me to be safe. And then she literally started talking to him on the drive home. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And it was a fucking like six or seven hour drive to get there. And I had no idea. I didn't know this for weeks. I did not know this for weeks. So I drove again, that total for a man just to not be shit mm-hmm. boys are not shit no they're not and you know what like while we're at it let me just say I think we're in the middle of another fucking pandemic like I know we have COVID but the one that I want to mention real quick what the fuck is up with grown ass motherfucking men asking women for money like I'm gonna <laughs> tell you this I know that you're not single so you probably don't encounter this obviously but I have had now eight grown ass men ask me for money like they would talk to me and like flirt with me and like, you know, be in that talking stage or whatever. And then ask me for money. Like literally they would always, they, and they would always have a good story too. Like, Ooh, uh, I'm just out of a job right now. Or, Oh, I lost my debit card and I'm waiting for one to come in the mail. Like, so I don't have a debit card, but I have like cash app. Can you cash app? Like, you know, all this shit. Or one guy was so rude about it too. He like went on about it all day. Like I said, no, I'm not comfortable with that. And he tried to guilt trip me into it all day long and then told me that he needed $60 to get groceries. And like, in my head, it's like, okay, if you're really actually hurting for money, right. You would ask for the bare minimum and just do what you can to like get yourself through. Like, I think he said he got paid on Friday and this was like a Tuesday or Wednesday or something. He's like guilt tripping me like, Oh, I haven't eaten in so long. Like, I'm just so hungry. Can you hurry up and make your decision? And I was like, I already told you like, no, I'm not comfortable with this. Can you hurry up and make your decision. said that to me he literally was like can you like I would like to eat soon is what he said to me and it's like then you go, asked me for 
Get I a- said, you asked me for $60. Like for me, if I was hurting for money, I would ask someone for $10, go to the Dollar Tree and get ramen noodles and bread or like whatever I could for yeah. that amount of money. I wouldn't be asking someone for $60. And he's like, well, I want to get actual groceries. I don't want to just start back from square one. I'm sorry, but like at the end of the day, this has happened too many times. Like I said, with eight grown-ass men, that's too many times for like these situations to be happening to all of these people. And to be honest with you, like not to sound completely rude, but this is where I'm at. I didn't cause your problem. So why do I have to be a part of your solution? Like you think that you can just compliment me and feed me some pretty bullshit. And then you're going to manipulate me into giving you money and like paying for your gas or your, your weed or whatever the fuck you want money for. Like, no, don't like, don't feed me some bullshit. And don't think that I'm that fragile where you can just say, Oh my God, you're so pretty. Like I want to get to know you. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, here's $50. Like I have my own bills to worry about. I have my own goals I'm trying to meet. And at the end of the day, I did not cause your problem. I don't need to be a part of your solution. And if you're going to get mad at me for saying no about my money, that's your problem. Yeah. But I don't know if anyone else is experiencing this. I've had a couple other friends that are single and in the same like situation where they've had men ask and like feed them a whole song and dance about their situation like it's either I don't know if gas money I don't know this there's another guy that literally lives in the same city as me he lives down the street I'm pretty sure at his baby mama's house he has a brand new fucking truck he works a good ass fucking job don't tell me you don't have money and you need money for gas like you're ripping around in your truck driving around doing whatever you want going out drinking and whatnot I see what you're doing like I have you on social media like don't tell me that you don't have money Because I don't see that that's the case. And also, again, why do you feel comfortable asking someone that you do not know? A stranger. You do not know or have not known for long. And you don't have a relationship like that with for money. The fact that you're comfortable doing that is what's even more scary. And what's even more sad to me is that this means that they're getting away with it with other women. Like they've done this to other women and the women have fallen for it and they've gotten away with it. Because that one guy that guilted me all day long and was super rude about it told me you were smart for not giving me the 60 he literally said that to me after guilting me all day and I said no I'm not moving forward with this like I'm sorry I hope you get your situation figured out soon he said you were smart to not give me the 60 what a snake yeah 100 percent. damn that is sad because yeah you know other women are falling for that a hundred percent and that's so sad like you think that you can literally just say like a couple nice things and that we're supposed to like pay for your shit and like give you whatever you want like I don't even know you like that mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong if it was someone like I genuinely knew like a friend or a family member or significant other and they were really hurting and needing something I'm totally a giving person like I give more than I should sometimes but no if I don't know you like that you're just trying to be manipulative and I this this is too big of a problem for me to have had this many people do it yeah definitely damn yeah I'm I glad I don't have to deal me. with that anymore fuck I know. I just had to throw that in there too because when we were talking about men not being shit, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> here's another experience I've had. Like, clearly, I have the best luck. Yeah. Okay. Well, one quick short story, just another karma one for that same bitch. There was this one time I like matched with this guy. She was like off and on with for a while. Mm-hmm. They would like go back and forth talking. He lived probably, how far was that town away? Maybe two hours Mm -hmm. I think maybe um I matched with him on like tinder or something and like he would always fuck her up like he would be like like wanting to be in a relationship with her and like she would like fall for it and all this stuff and then he would just like 
ghost like one talk for a while and then he'd come back again and he would just repeatedly do that and she like really liked him like that was the guy she wanted to be with well Mm -hmm. matched with him on tinder and just to fuck with her I started talking to him drove all the way over there um I wanted to like sleep with him to like really get back at her but then when I got there he was like too little like not (laughs) that sounds bad not like little but just like not like scrawny yeah, like you're no, not talking about his dick. You're talking short. like stature. yeah. He was just too short for me. Okay. I couldn't like it. Just didn't feel right. That all just does sound like you're totally talking about his dick. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just I couldn't get with it. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And so we we like hung out. He was a cool guy. So we still hung out. Like we might have watched a movie or played video games or something. I don't remember. We still hung out. Mm-hmm. And then I came back. And then yeah. But that was just supposed to be another F you to that bitch. I got you. Probably my biggest story. Or like, it's my longest one for sure. Okay, so it's like, I don't even know what time. It's late though. It's probably got to be like 10, 11 already. Mm-hmm. And me and my boyfriend at the time, we were fucking dating. Me and my boyfriend at the time, it was a long distance relationship. We lived like three hours away from each other. And he was usually the one that came and saw me on the weekends but we were kind of beefing and he really wanted to see me. So I was like, fuck, whatever. Like I'll make the drive this time. So I bring two of my friends um, at the time. Cause one of them is the dumb bitch in Lauren's story <laughs> <laughs> in Lauren's stories. And then another one of our friends, um, we drive three hours at like 10, 11 o'clock Ugh. into Minnesota in the winter Wait, in the winter? Yeah. Oh, no, not at nighttime. Mm -mm. To see this guy so we could hash it out. So I leave these girls in my Pacifica with a movie on and to go hang out with this guy and, like, talk it out. And so we drove and we talked and we smoked. And then um, I can't remember if I had an assignment I had to do when it was due at 8 a.m. or if I actually had to, like, be to class at 8 a.m. the next morning. I don't remember. But we were in there for hours and I was like finally like I have to go like I have to do this at 8 a.m and so he brought me back and we drove the three hours back home and come to find out he was cheating on me the entire time so that was literally a wasted trip because he left me after all of that in a very bad way wow like I had him calling me and like telling me I'm psychotic okay so this girl messaged me he had came to see me one weekend this was like at the very end he had he had came to see me one weekend after I'd gone to see him and he went back home and then like a day or two later I get a Facebook message from this girl and she's like hey did so and so go and see you this weekend and I was honest I was like yeah he was here because I had absolutely no idea who this girl was so I was like there's no reason for me to lie to her I don't know who she is so I was like yeah he was here question mark um and then she went on this spiel about how I'm a big fat liar and how they've been dating and like and is just bashing me and then he's calling me I'm assuming she was with him mm-hmm. because he's calling me telling me how I'm fucking psycho and how he wasn't there and like all this stuff and 
she had told me that um his friends told her that he was in town that weekend so that makes me a liar so he must have had his friends lie that's fucked up yeah Yeah. my roommates fucking know he was there like i'm not crazy he was fucking there that weekend he just had all of his ducks in a row to like get that lie out yeah yeah so he made me feel real psycho and that was just very toxic and he still tries to slide into my dms to this day Ugh, what an unhappy man like I don't think he'll ever find happiness until he becomes a better person yeah well guys I think that's all the stories we have for going the distance today I mean between the two of us there's so many more we've done it so many times let's be real thank you guys for listening and we hope you join us next week bye p.s don't forget to follow us on instagram fml we're going to hell podcast and email us your feedback and your stories at fml we're going to hell podcast at yahoo.com in both of those there is no apostrophe in the weir thanks <laughs>